I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Iris. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. And this is like a special edition. Today, we are just doing a question. That is it. Is that what I should name this? Special edition? No, I'm not. Well, (laughs) I mean, eventually, this might be a part of the regular format. So Sure. But for today, it's special. It's it's a June special. Yeah, it's a June special. I love that. Um. So today we're just going to jump right into the question and today yeah. we have Jamie's question. So go ahead and read us your question, Jamie. Okay. I have to get to it. I'm really excited about this question actually. Um, okay. It is titled my boyfriend 28. Um, or, okay. So this is written by a 28 year old female. The boyfriend is 30, a 31 year old male. My boyfriend has made every decision and his go with the flow attitude seems excessive weird or not. Whenever we hang out together, what we do is always up to me. I end up making pretty much every decision, what we eat, where we go, what we do, how long we do that thing, what TV show we watch, etc. We've only been together for three months, dating four, and at the beginning, I thought it was sweet and that he just wanted me to be happy with what we were doing. So in his mind, that means letting me decide. Or maybe he worried he'd pick something I hated or that he was just being extra careful considering I have dietary restrictions. But over this, uh, over this time, it's gotten to the point that the amount of times and situations in which he says, it's up to you, what do you think, I'm up for anything, etc., is abnormal for me. Okay, these are some examples. We were ordering food one night, and neither of us had any particular craving. I remembered this thing I read where one person picks five restaurants, the other picks three of those five, the first picks two of those three, and the other picks the final one. Wow. He ended up being the one to make the final decision, and he said, ah, I don't like that, kind of jokingly. I asked him to just choose what he felt most strongly toward. He ended up kind of just talking about the pros, cons of each, and not actually making a decision, so I ended up making it. We made food one night, and as I was sharing his bowl, I asked, is this good, or do you want more? And he said, I don't know. What do you think? I told him I was going to make a breakfast sandwich and said, Want to make one with me or buy your own at this good cafe nearby in case he didn't feel like cooking. I make my own because of my dietary restrictions. And he replied, hmm, what do you think? Wow. I asked him one night if he was tired while we were in the middle of a TV show. And he looked at me kind of sheepishly and was like, uh, are you tired? And I just repeated the question and he said, kind of nervously. 
I asked him one night if he was going to take a shower. I asked because I wanted to know if I should grab a towel. And he goes, are you going to? I said no. And he replied, yeah, I won't take one. So I asked if he would have taken one if I did, and he said he would have. Wow. These situations are weird to me. I don't know if you're hungry for more food. It's not up to me or what I think. It's okay to take a shower if I'm not taking one. Well, that's good to hear. Um, That's my commentary, by the way. You can tell me you're tired if you are. I don't um, also have to be tired to justify your tiredness. As a person who is not domineering at all and is happy to stay up alone if you're tired or Chinese alone, even if you want Mexican, it's bizarre. Out of context, like while talking about relationships with friends, family, coworkers, he's always, um, he'll always say he's a very even-tempered, go-with-the-flow, up-for-whatever kind of person. But this level of go-with-the-flow is strange to me. It comes across as fear or nervousness of making little decisions. He is a financially stable and mature person who makes regular adult decisions about his life and personal goals and interests and hobbies. So this only happens when it comes to stuff we do together. Because of COVID, I also haven't personally seen if he's the same with other people. In the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal, but I fear that I'll get decision fatigue. What do you guys make of this? Is this abnormal? Um, okay. I mean, it is a little weird, but I don't think it's like that weird. I think I feel like I know people like this and I can be like this sometimes myself. So I'm like, ah, like I get where he's coming from and I do get why she's irritated too yeah. though like being like dude do you want to take a shower or not like I, I mean I'm not that bad like I can decide if I want to take a shower or not <laughs> but I mean maybe he's just like maybe in reality like he didn't want to take a shower but if she was going to take one maybe he would have taken one too because he feared that she would think he was gross for not taking a shower I don't know like, like that's all I yeah. can think of is like he's some very stuff like in that his is, like, head that's for sure yeah. yeah, and I think he just really mm-hmm. likes her. It, did, did she mention if this was, like, a newer she relationship? She did. Uh, she said um, they've been together three months dating for four, so they were official, you know, a month in. Yeah. I think that probably the more comfortable he gets with her, he, this will stop. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I think. I think eventually it'll, like, be like, I'm comfortable. Like, if I don't want to take a shower, I'm not going to. If I want to make a breakfast sandwich, I will. <laughs> Uh, or you know what? That kind of stuff, though, may never go away. But I think the shower shit might go away, if that makes sense. Like, I think the shower and, like, um, like that kind of stuff, like showering. Or I think she mentioned some other things that seem kind of, like, strange. But some people are really bad about the food situation. It sounds like the food stuff might stick with him. Because even when they narrowed it down, he was still, like, discussing the pros and cons of the final choices. So I think maybe that is just his personality. But I'm assuming the stuff, like the shower, do you want to do a shower? Do you want more food? Like, are you tired? I'm assuming those types of things might mm-hmm. go away the more comfortable you get mm-hmm. with the person. Yeah. I have such strong feelings about this question. I'm really glad oh, we're good. I have, like, not. Oh, I. Yeah. Like, and I think so because I have a way. little personal <laughs> experience with it, a little bit different than this, uh, because some of it, like, it sounds like she's not. Um, she's not provoking this behavior and I had a a past relationship where I think I kind of provoked it so I don't necessarily blame him but then we got into this pattern that we couldn't get out of and it was really not great for either one of us I think and I did kind of talk about it on the podcast that I guest starred uh, or guest starred I was a guest I know (laughs) 
that sounds way better than being a guest. But the the show that I was a guest on, and then you know we ended up like becoming co-hosts. But um, but with our relationship, what happened was is like I think he was always a go with the flow kind of person, and he always would defer to people a lot of the time. And also it became an issue because like friends would be like, yeah, I'll be there, but they weren't reliable. And he kept trying to rely on people that were reliable because he was so go with the flow. And so I would try to encourage him to advocate for himself, which he did somewhat, but it was hard. But so he was always kind of go with the flow. And because I was a bit on the controlling side, I think then he deferred to me even more. And then what ended up happening was, is I didn't know who he was anymore. I didn't know if he was just making a decision because of me, like he was just saying what I wanted to hear or not. And because I had somewhat encouraged this behavior from my own behavior, it was really hard to backtrack from that once it was made, even if, even if I, you know, was like, wow, I'm sorry, I've been kind of controlling or I've, I mean, some of it, I don't know if it was even controlling. I think I was just more opinionated. Um, and I think sure. there are so many moments in time where we we're in the moment we're like, oh, it doesn't matter. But later on, we're like, oh, no, it kind of does matter that I didn't really say how right. I felt. You know what I mean? So I think it was just one of those things that grew over time. But, yeah, then it felt like I was the one that was always responsible for everything. Um, and I always felt on the spot like I had to make a decision um, like he would even like asked me about hanging out with friends and stuff like that. And I'd be like, it's really up to you. But he knew I would get upset about stuff. So that's why he was asking. But I didn't want to be like his mom, you know. Right. Um, so it was it was really challenging. So with this, like, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's weird in the sense that I think people do this. But I do think it's weird in a healthy relationship. And maybe what he should do, maybe what she should do is just say, maybe they need to have a conversation about how it's, since it's mm-hmm. early, this might be a good time for them to talk about it. Um, because it's so yeah. early, right? Like no bad behaviors are set. Like it's starting. So you're nipping it in the bud at the very beginning. I, I agree. Think that I, I, I feel like it's such a slippery slope because on one hand, I agree with you about, um, like how you can kind of be like, I don't want to be the only person yeah. to make decisions. And I don't know if this is your stuff or like, if it's, if it's, you're just saying what I want to hear. But then also though, I feel like the longer that I've been in this relationship with my husband, <laughs> this relationship with him, I've just been in it for so <laughs> long. Sometimes I just think that like things that originally, sometimes it, it becomes blurred about what is my idea versus what is his idea. Oh, and I don't necessarily know if I, and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think if you're together, so in this situation, so I'm just, this is totally not, this is not related to this question. It, it, well, it is, but it's not because like they've been in a yeah, yeah long term, yeah. exactly. Like for three months, I think you need to say something, right? You need to get to know each right. other and what exactly. you really, really, really exactly. need. Um, but I think that long-term, like in a, you know, I would say two years in, but also though, thinking about this, maybe a little bit faster for them. Cause it sounds like they may have been sheltering in place together. So they may have a lot of together yeah. time. I'm still, still not advocating that this is normal behavior. I still think you should say something. Cause I think you do want to get to know who this person is. Um, because you know what, he could be a fucking serial killer, right? You could get super comfortable and like in reality, he's actually a murderer. <laughs> well, and here's the so other thing. I if feel- it's already bothering her three to four months in, that's just going to grow. So it's, this yes. is really the time to address it before, like I said, you know, with my partner, I think it had to have been happening for so long that it was so hard to backtrack. 
And also, who knows what he's thinking? Maybe he doesn't realize he's doing this, but also he could be thinking to himself, like, wow, she's really pushy. Or like, you know, sometimes people who have, this is so random, but I think when you have one partner who has an issue, and not that her dietary restrictions are an issue in a negative way, but she has a thing. She has something. Um, Like, I'm sometimes like that, too. I have a nut allergy. I have MS. So, like, I have shit. Like, I need to be like, I know I need this to not have nuts. I can't sit outside in the sunlight for too many hours because I could get really sick. Like, you know, I need to be home to take my medication. So I really can't stay out super duper late at night because it'll make me sick. Like I have shit. So sometimes I, I do feel like a little bit like Mike does have to work around yeah, that. Yeah, and that's but... true. Like if you have certain things that you say like, well, it makes sense to defer to you. But this guy, I mean, she's giving many examples. The, yeah, the sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, he, that's this why is like... coming from a place of like insecurity and anxiety that he needs to work yes. on. So, but what I was going to say oh, is like, so I think that when you're the person who has shit, meaning that you really have to advocate for yourself, like she does, she's like, I need to make myself a breakfast sandwich. I do need to make sure that we can mm-hmm. go places. She is the person who's going to have more of a yeah. voice because she has a bigger stake in the situation. He may, and until she says something that she wants to hear his voice or like she wants him to, like this is concerning her, he may be thinking that she's controlling or that he has to defer to her because he wants to make right, it easy right. for her. Right, right. I think that's so some like, of what happened in my relationship. Like, I wasn't necessarily meaning to be controlling, but because I was opinionated, I just kind of took up the space. So, like, it's good for her to notice this early, and I'm happy for her that she did notice it, or she's probably a really, like, she sounds like a, like a grown-up. I'm yes. proud of her for, like, noticing that this is, like, something that she needs to bring up before it becomes an issue. It sounds like right now she's saying it kind of, it's just like yeah. a thing, and she just, you know, but it's good that she's thinking about this and, like, wanting to bring it up. But then also, though, for later relationships, sometimes I do think you're kind of, like, some things I definitely think you're always going to have, like, an opinion on if you're an opinionated person. But sometimes I do notice, like, like things kind of do mesh together the longer you're together so you know I think that should be something too but for right now I think that she should say something because he may be feeling like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like this is new and I really like her she's really great but I want to kind of defer to her and you know maybe she he feels like she's out of his league I mean personally I don't know why he's behaving this way I don't think we have enough insight but I do not think that it's something that she shouldn't address right I think she I totally agree I also think a great question to ask would be what are past relationships like I'd be really curious because like I wonder if he's been in abusive relationships before where he was really controlled Mm-hmm. Um, like he, yeah, I just, or, or maybe this is a pattern that other people have already, um, had an issue with. Cause it does seem like yeah. it's not about this relationship. If it's this big, um, you know, and I think sometimes he may, and, and to take maybe on a lighter note mm-hmm. about it, maybe it is something that is, you know, maybe he is really easygoing and laid back. And maybe it is his natural, like, growing up, he could have just been the, maybe he's, maybe he's a fucking middle kid. Right, he maybe never he, able, there's a lot right, of exactly, stuff. there's so many yeah, things. Like, or, like, maybe this has never been an issue before, but he really likes her, and he just has never right. felt this way, and he doesn't know what to do, and this is unusual. I mean, like, yeah, we just don't know enough to know, but it does sound like there's something. But I definitely think we both think you should yes, know something. there's definitely something deeper going on, and I would, and and I think what's going to be important is, is he going to be accountable for this behavior? Um, Meaning like, instead of saying, what are you talking about? No, I don't have a problem with this. Like being like, yeah, 
So I think that's going to be important. And is he willing to work on it? Because I think it's just right. long term. It's not I, I find it very hard to believe this could be healthy with this behavior continuing. I mean, even need yeah. some therapy or probably that before yes. couples, because there's just some deep insecurity mm-hmm. here. And what may what she may what they may find is that it shows up in other areas too. Besides this, if it's you know anxiety or insecurity, this might be one way, but there might be other ways. Who knows? Um, yeah, and I hope that he's just. I mean, there's always the stereotype of the husband, like on TV and like old school shit. Where like, not really that even that old school, like more like the '90s, early 2000s, where the dad or the husband is kind of like happy wife happy life he may think that this is totally what he needs to do to be in a good relationship and it sounds like you just want him to have a voice and that's good maybe he'll feel li- like maybe he'll be like thank god like you you want to hear what right, I have to say. Right. i'm sure like i i have lots of female friends i only have female friends really i have like maybe one guy friend um and i think that a lot of women in relationships they do like i mean i'm thinking of one friend off the top of my head right now where like making all the decisions and like being completely in control of the situation is what she needs i can think of like two That's people like, more people keep popping yeah up in my i'm mind. thinking of one and, we might be thinking of the same person <laughs> but I, I think that like there's a lot of people where like being in complete control of the relationship really yeah. works for them and then this person totally supports them and, and like when i'm thinking about this other relationship of this person I kind of am always thinking whenever I like think about them, I'm like, oh, this would not be something that would work out for me. Like, I don't like that. I really think me and Mike have a really good even like we're, we can both be a little crazy, like not really crazy, but both of us can be really opinionated and the, both of us can be kind of laid back. So I think we kind of ebb and flow and take turns. And I think equal, the, the equality of our relationship really makes sense for me because I don't really like to feel like somebody's overbearing, like making me do shit like I have a control issue I don't like it to feel like you're making all the decisions and neither does he so it's better for us to be able to kind of like pick our battles pick and choose what's important to you or what's not important to you kind Mm -hmm. of situation but I think for this relationship that I'm thinking about I think that there are two people where like she really likes to be in a lot of control and I don't think he likes to be at all and I think that that works yeah like I like it makes it makes me kind of feel like like my short my we've been talking about this a little bit lately about how like what we think is acceptable like when we had the conversation with Bree like she was talking about like what she thinks about marriage Mm -hmm. and like this is the right way and this is the wrong way and I think that like ever since we talked about that I've been really challenging myself to be like okay like just because I think this is the right way and the wrong way like maybe this is maybe this is not even a thing so part of me is like I think my relationship's normal so I think that everybody should have a voice but then I think about their relationship and for what I know, they seem happy and like it works. So maybe that works for them, but it sounds like for this person in this question, this is not going to work for her. And so maybe that's another issue. Like maybe this really, it maybe he's that person in a relationship and he wants somebody who's going to really be in the driver's seat. And that makes him totally happy. And he is comfortable doing that and kind of being her, you know, like in the words of destiny's child, maybe he wants to be with the Kelly. He he wants to be with the Beyonce and like, he needs somebody who's cool to be the Kelly or the Michelle. Maybe that's what they're, that's going to happen. Um, not everybody's going to be sunny and shiny. Right. Absolutely. I think you're, you make a good point. I mean, there are obviously things that we can, um, I think define as controlling or abusive or whatever, but really it's up to the couple. And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. this is controlling. Well, except for like sense. knocking the shit out of it. Well, other. right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is there are certain things that we can objectively say, like, this is what it is. Now, 
it's still up to the couple to decide if they're okay with it or not. But I think in these situations, it's not necessarily controlling or abusive. Um, it's really about what works for that couple. And I think you're right. Like, this could just be maybe not a right fit if he's like, I don't know what the problem is, or this is how I really like it. And, and she doesn't really feel like she can do that. But I think the point is, is we're doing a lot of speculation. And really, you can't figure it out without talking about it. So I and it does, like, it is interesting. It doesn't sound like from reading this, and I was even looking at the comments below, um, that maybe she's addressed it head on, which I think is interesting now that it's like four months in. And maybe it's because she notices there's nervousness and anxiety and she doesn't want to press, but it does sound like it needs to be, because it doesn't sound like he's getting the message or he's skirting around right. the message. Um, unless she and I think she was probably trying to, I think she was probably trying to figure out, like, is this a real issue? Oh, yeah. like she's kind of bit, like giving him like o- opportunity to say things. Cause she did say like, at first she noticed it was the food and then she was like, but you know, maybe the food thing is because he knows I have dietary restrictions and he's trying to be aware of that. And that's really nice. So I think she's trying to, like, I think she's been trying to feel it out. Um, and so that's why she had all of those examples about like different times that these things have happened. And, and it's obviously been in her mind that this is an issue, but like also as women, we challenge ourselves a lot to be like, am I being a crazy bitch? Like, am I being a crazy girlfriend? Right. Am I trying? Like, I agree. I because, yeah, we, we hear it in our head that we're being crazy. Like, that's the narrative. It's like, crazy girlfriend, you're overreacting. Right. So, like, she's probably thinking to herself, am I overreacting? Which is why she was like, is this normal? Like, I think she's just kind of like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm blowing this up. And I'm sure if you're reading the comments, there's probably some fucking people in there who are like, you're being crazy. Like, there's always going to be, you're you're being crazy. You don't need to question. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if it's not making you happy, it's not making you happy right. and you have a right to be happy regardless of what it right. is. So true. So I think that's it. What a quick little episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, a little, little special bonus, it. little special bonus. And so we're going to definitely be trying to like answer more questions from fans. So if you are listening to this, which we know people listen, we can see that you listen. So if you have questions, please message us on Instagram at girl. We have to talk on Instagram. I check the DMS every single day. People don't really DM me any questions, but if you have questions, please DM us. We would love to answer your question on the podcast. Um, In the meantime, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and like, and then leave us comments. Remember, we are looking for five stars only. Just kidding. You can you can get four and a half stars, stars is fine. Too. Four and a half stars is okay. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. 
Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 